right, welcome everyone to our first edition of Karaoke Cast. I'm uh, your host, one of your hosts, Pomp, along here with T Dog. And we got a very special guest today, which I will let T Dog introduce in just a bit. This is our first uh, official podcast. We're going to talk about uh, drag queen karaoke today. We're also going to talk about your favorite things in a KJ. What do you, and I hate that term KJ, so I like to say DJ. We're going to talk about DJs, what you like, what you don't like. So I'll turn it over to T Dog, tell you a little bit about himself, and uh, then we'll get on introducing our special guest today. Okay, my name is T Dog, and I've been doing karaoke for quite a few years. It's my way of uh, blowing off some steam, getting out of the house, and having a little fun, um, having kind of a joint experience with the rest of the crowd. Um, today we got another uh, fellow who likes to do karaoke. Fellow, he's kind of known in the local area, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he enjoys karaoke also. His name is Mud. Say hello, Mud. Hello, Mud. There you go, <laughs> Mud. I think you would. Cla- I would classify Mud as a grunge specialist. You like the grunge usually, right? I would. I would say he's more into the '90s alternative. Would that be? That'd be safe to say. I think I think both of those are, both of those are pretty accurate. I try to change it up once in a while, but you know you don't I like mean, to be put in the box. Who wants to be put in the box? I mean, amen. Only the gimp. Mm. Yeah, only the gimp. That's right. <laughs> is this a is this a R rated show? PG thirteen? No, uh, we'll find out. We're you know we'll see what we I can can't get help with. but drop a few f bombs <laughs> now and then. But we want to keep it family friendly as much as possible. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> All right. Well, our first topic today, I mentioned before, I'm going to let T-Dog tee this up. It's uh, Drag Queen Karaoke. So I don't know how many of you have done Drag Queen Karaoke, but uh, T-Dog, tell us what you like, what you don't like about Drag Queen Karaoke. Oh, what's not to like about Drag Queen Karaoke? So basically, Drag Queen Karaoke is when uh, guys and gals dress up in drag, and uh, it's more performance-based than regular karaoke. Some people like to do the sing the karaoke to the song. Other people like to uh, just uh, lip sync to a uh, video that's downloaded from YouTube, that type of thing. But typically, uh, there's kind of a choreographed dance routine that comes with the uh, performance. The crowd usually gets into it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Let's kick it to Mud. Mud, you've been to Drag Queen Karaoke? I do like Drag Queen Karaoke. What's your favorite thing about it? What If you had your choice, you go to Drag Queen or regular karaoke? I'm not opposed to either. I, I like to frequent any karaoke bar. The divier, the better, I think. And Drag Queen Karaoke that we've all been to has been pretty divey. It's, it's, it was a bowling alley. It was that was just, a good one. <laughs> The the bartender was just a a gorgeous, just angry woman. <laughs> I that, think she that, might have that, done some penitentiary time. <laughs> she did have prison tattoos. She, she was not a people person. It wasn't the bartender as much as remember that stench that came from behind the bar. <laughs> oh, and then the pipe broke. That was some sweet succulent stench. <laughs> don't, I was pretty don't sure the hard boiled eggs or the red hots. <laughs> I was pretty sure the the bartender was going to knife us at any point in time. She had the prison shank stashed in her prison wallet. <laughs> <laughs> she was good people. 
She was good people. She she when she was on top of her game, mm-hmm. she was serving us PBRs like nobody's business. That's, it's true. I think the I think why I like drag queen character like I think it's even better than female performers because drag queens are like overdoing everything, right? So yes. So women are like holding back, but drag queens are going the like they're all in on every move, every song, every over exaggerated thing. I think that's what it freaks me out, but I love it. I think that we could probably all agree that that's probably the only drag queen karaoke we've been to was at the bowling alley, and that it was great until you got the the not so much drag queens up there dancing and frolicking and more about their 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 I'm a fairy in a garden performance instead of singing the karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Well said. Well mm. said. So All right. It is a kind of a a select group that like to do the, the drag queen karaoke, but it's it's fun it's a fun change from the, the norm and uh it's fun to watch, fun to participate in. I think every time we've gone, the crowd was really into it. Uh, they would kind of go after some uh, tips, kind of go for some dollar bills. Yeah, you don't see that anywhere else in karaoke. You don't, People you don't, are like, you hey, don't see them running they around trying, buck to, for that trying to have a dollar bill slipped into their G-string or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I, think, I think one of our wives had a pretty solid following at the Drag Queen Carrier. Yeah, I remember that. I remember like, that yeah, like they, they, they almost stole our that, that person's particular wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've, we've done counseling. We're past that. We're past that much. <laughs> yeah, I think, because I've been to karaoke, you've been to karaoke places with props, like the inflatable guitar and stuff. Definitely, like, yeah. I think yeah, that's definitely. step two. Like, there's regular karaoke, then there's props. And then the drag queens, they come in with a feather boa and a friggin' girdle or whatever they wear, and then they, they go nuts. So it's a performance. It's like a cheap, it's like you don't want to pay for a concert or a show. You just go to drag queen karaoke for cheap. I mean, explain to me if I'm going to be out of line here, but I mean, if you're going to bring props, bring the freaking suction cup dildo, too, so you can <laughs> stick to the window, right? <laughs> oh, we better get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're on to a uh, our second segment of the podcast. We uh, are trying a new segment this time, and we're calling it Good Luck Following That. And that's a great line I heard from Mud himself. And every once in a while, he'll, and if he catches me at karaoke, coming up after him, he'll, he'll tell me that, and I hate it, and I try to catch him and others. But I'm going to let Mud tell the story of Good Luck Following That which we're adding as a regular segment to our show. So, Mud, how did this phrase come about? Well, hanging out in Colorado Springs, Colorado, which used to do a lot, and at a, I, I would assume and categorize it as a college bar called the Dublin House. Oh. I don't know if it's still there. I'm sure it is because there's just nothing but drunkenness that goes on there. And it was just jam-packed, you know, there was... There, I don't know that I've ever been to a karaoke bar that gets more jam-packed than that. You really have to maneuver and weasel your way up to the stage when it's your turn to sing. And some guy that was, I mean, it was almost like it was his first night singing, or maybe he sang before, he sang, I would guess, one of your typical songs, and, you know, the basic typical song that anybody sings that doesn't really sing karaoke. 
And as, after he finishes, I get my name called up. I'm walking up. And I walk past him. And he says, good luck following that. <laughs> Which is probably one of the greatest lines ever. Well, obviously he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, obviously not. Uh, obviously he not. He's dealing I mean, with I mean, I am mud. I mean, uh, Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... His name is known throughout the throughout the land, local area. He's outstanding in his field. He's a le- he's a legend in his own mind. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, sometimes the the karaoke DJs like to lick his sack before. He, Whoa, hey, hey! Before he gets Remember up there, family to, friendly piece to show off his song stylings. So, what did you tell the guy? Did he give you a chance to to respond, or did he just whisper and roll? He whispered. I rolled. Nice. I got up there and... Were you nervous? I, I basically had on my set... No, I wasn't nervous. I basically had on my set one of my ringers, and that would have been uh, Possum Kingdom by oh, the Toadies. You are good at that one. I mean, that poor young college frat boy really didn't stand a chance. <laughs> I, I bless him for his arrogance and his cockiness, but... <laughs> Yeah, I I may have stolen his girl that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best ending that story you've made up yet. I like it. <laughs> Who says it's made up? <laughs> and then they carried him out on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that, Denny. Every uh, or every once in a while, we're gonna have a good luck following that episode when you ran into someone at karaoke that made you go, "What the heck?" and pause a little bit and think about yourself. I mean, I know we got more stories coming up here, and I just want to say to you guys, good luck following <laughs> that. I can, yeah, it would be <laughs> tough. All right, let's move on to our uh, second segment here. And this one, I think, came from T-Dog himself. He wants to talk about uh, DJ, KJs. I don't know who, I, don't, I hate the term KJ. It just sounds weird to me. Worst term I, ever. Worst term ever. So I'm going to call them DJs. If you call them KJs, that's fine. I don't judge. I just don't feel right calling them KJs, but T Dog wants to talk about DJs. What's good? What's bad? So tee this up, T Dog. All right, so we're talking about karaoke hosts. What makes a good karaoke host or hostess? Um, so there's some certain things that I like when they do, and certain things that really tick me off are kind of my pet peeves Get that I don't like. Skin. So one of the things that I hate. Is when they start the song before you get your oh, get your I fat ass up that. to the stage. Yeah, and then already the first verse is already halfway through before you get up there to the mic. Or I was at a place where the person before would turn off the mic had a switch on it. It would turn off the mic. I don't know why. I know what you're saying. I hate yeah, those type of people need to be punched in their butt. Yeah, when you get up there and the mic is off and you miss the half the first verse because you don't know, then it's kind of hard to. It's hard to recover. It is. It's hard to come back. You don't lead strong with that first verse, which is like the title of the song, and then like that's where you get the the audience in, right? If you miss that little section, you're just floundering for the next two and a half, three minutes, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Um, Another thing that ticks me off is just not a lot of song selection. Some some people, uh, some hosts that I've encountered, still go by those. Old books that you have to write down your thing on a card and bring it up from the 1980s you don't or whatever like the it was. Books. No, they're not. They don't have the latest software or whatever where you can just look up anything. They don't have the greatest selection. Me so, and my wife went to a bar one time, tiny little 
dive, which is what, oh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> so we went there. There's just this guy with an Apple computer. I think it was an Apple. I don't know. It was probably You're a, talking a sexy Dell. now. <laughs> I'm saying all the right things. <laughs> he just had his Dell computer hooked up to YouTube and was playing bad audio off of YouTube. Oh. Too, like these, these office, you know, speakers, desk speakers from your desk. I take back what I it said. Was, it was, uh, it was interesting. Oh. Another thing, another thing that I hate is just the setup can be off. If you, if it they have the this, setup. well, like you know where the screen is at, that you have to look at the words. Oh, let's say the audience is facing one way. That's a good point. The screen is on the wall back behind mm-hmm. where the mic is. So yes. if you want to see what you're singing, you got to be facing the other way from the audience. I hate that. So that's kind of worry about. I got, got them looking at. Yeah, I got to interject here. I Go mean, ahead. If we're, if we're going to talk about, like, crappy, and if this is R-rated, shitty karaoke, then I would go ahead and say that Carafun is not good compared to regular, let's break out the CD disc karaoke because it's awesome, it's classic, and that w- that's what runs the best. Yeah? I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I well, mean. I don't know. I like, uh, I like a good sound system. I like to be able to hear the music and and it helps me to perform better uh when the system's sucky y'all do like to perform then, better then amen in, in all take a little blue pills for that. that's right <laughs> so we're trying to sound as good as we can and when the system's already screwed up to begin with and that can add to your self-consciousness which everybody kind of encounters when they're doing karaoke a little bit even if you've got a few beers in you but I think Mud has a good point. I think like Carafon CD. I don't think that's one. Is how the how the DJ approaches. Okay. Right? If you think the DJ's in control, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. If he if he has a good method and he draws you in, then okay, you're not so scared. You know not I mean? necessarily CD because there are DJs out there that have an entirely downloaded system, but Carafon's pre-downloaded. You're limited to what's what you're. You're gonna have on your system, and you gotta buy everything. And I, I mean, there's DJs that have automatically—I don't know how it works—but automatically downloaded online systems. But Carafone's garbage. But I'd much rather have a DJ that has the CD system, even though that's limited as well. But Carafone is is probably the worst system, probably the worst DJ system you can have. Remember the other day? It was a few weeks ago. The uh... We went to that bar. <clears throat> Remember, we were at the bar, and I think they didn't pay for the full subscription of Carafun. <laughs> and so they all they got was little clips. They must have oh. been on the free version. So people would get up there, it would hit them with like like 30 seconds of, of, of Taylor Swift, and then it would go off, and they'd be all stunned. That's, yeah. happened, that's happened at two bars. I think, yeah. I think we both got to, a, all three of us got to a point where. We wanted to fucking ask for a fork to stab our eyes out because it was so terrible. <laughs> that was bad. All right, T Dog. What else? I know you got a, you had a whole list of pet peeves you wanted to talk about. What are some more? Uh, pet peeves. Just uh, karaoke DJs sometimes that kind of kind of monopolize the show. A little oh, bit. Mm, don't they, get mud started. Mm, where they kind of think that uh, people came to see them. What do you think? And they're okay. the headline performer instead of just yes. uh, 
kind of running this show and I'll, let everybody have a good time and keep it keep it flowing. My blood's it, boiling. Let me do a survey. Let me do a survey. What, T-Dog, how many songs do you think the DJ should sing in relation to the audience? Well, I mean, to, to, to start it off, to get it going, I'd say, you know, once every rotation or whatever. But then once it gets going, I'd say if, if it's going good and you got a big rotation, just... Stop singing and let let everybody else take over and just let it flow from that point on. I know. I think that's different. Mud. What do you think? How, how often should the DJ sing in relation to the audience? Absolutely fucking zero. <laughs> <laughs> Mud gets so fired up if the DJ I, I, sings. Yeah, I am. If they so sing like three or four that. times a night, this guy goes yeah, nuts. Yeah. Some people DJ just so they can sing, and I will punch you in your grill. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't punch you, but I want to. That's all I want to do. I mean, I, I can understand if it's slow. I can understand if you want to get things going. Okay, sing a song or two. But if the rotation's huge, your face shouldn't be near the mic except for to call the next fucking singer. Right. Sometimes I, yeah, you hit it on the head. Sometimes I think the DJs are like, I'm doing this because I love Carrie you, and I want to sing. You got me so angry, this is no longer an, a family show. <laughs> well, we better bring it back. Then. What makes it good... What do you like? What's your favorite karaoke DJs? Um, I like when they say that like, when they give you a little notice, you're not in the bathroom or something. They're like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Brenda, then it's gonna be Alan, and then it's gonna be Pump. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Brenda's up next, and on deck is Joe, and in the hole is Pump. Yeah, you got something the, along those you lines. Got the right? DJ voice. I, mean, <laughs> I, I like the DJs that uh, keep a rotation written down, so they can kind of just keep rotating it over. I don't like it when they don't write stuff down and they think they can remember everyone, and then uh, they get drunk by the end of the night. And that's yeah. another thing that ticks me off if the if the karaoke DJ gets so drunk that by halfway through the night that they can't really, you know, competently run the board and run the run the show mm. that's one of the things i've noticed about our area that i've never noticed before is there are a couple of djs that do a running rotation and they'll add all of our names to the rotation and just ask what you want to sing next they'll call you next i mean that's a great idea do a rotation and if somebody doesn't want to sing they can opt out of their next song but just keep the same rotation because you're not going to have the same person singing two or three times in a row or every other song. I mean, I, that's probably one of the better ideas I've seen out there. Yeah. And there's a lot of places that need to probably do that a little bit more. I always wonder how they keep it straight. So I've been in places where, like, there's multiple people. They got stacks, you know, big stacks oh, of songs. Oh, my God. They turn in their stack. And how the DJ keeps, like, what kind of algorithm he's got to program. I'm pretty sure you guys are trying to piss me computer. off today. To get this rotation. Now, sometimes it amazes me that people... Because if you leave someone out, they get pissed off, right? <laughs> they do. You get they skipped, do. you know instantly, like, oh, that guy was here after me, and he's singing before me. So how they keep it all straight, I'm like, these guys, we don't give them enough credit. They might be like, uh, who's that guy uh, from Beautiful Mind? Uh, oh. Uh, help me, help me. Yes. Uh, um, it was all, he was also uh, the uh, guy who killed everybody on... Uh, on the gladiator, gladiator. Oh yeah, gladiator. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. But I'm thinking of the actual guy. But anyway, all I'm saying is, I, I don't know how half of them keep it straight. I really don't. We could use Russell Crowe in the occasional karaoke bar, killing everybody that uh, that's an idiot. We could maybe the occasional DJ idiot. 
All right, we got any more on that topic? Pet peeves, things you love in your karaoke DJ? Oh, I think we've kind of we've kind of covered that area. We've covered years. that. All right. Well, then we're up to our last segment of the night. Trav, you want to talk about what the song challenge is? Ooh. Well, the song challenge is uh, try to do a song that makes you stretch as a karaoke performer, something that maybe you haven't done before. And as a person. What's that? Stretch as a person, too. Stretch as a person? <laughs> All right, and something that uh, makes you have to kind of, um, you know, like I said, stretch vocally. And get out of your comfort zone. If you like singing zone. country, forget your country. Next time you're karaoke, before our next episode in two weeks, we want you to sing this song. And it might not be in your wheelhouse, right? If you're like me, not much is in your wheelhouse, so you're used to that. But, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong on the, the uh, challenge right here. I think we should include uh, my wife on the challenge, and she needs to get up there and sing a country song by herself. Yes, you're not wrong. You are far from wrong. I think we need to get her up there. Even if it includes a couple of shots beforehand. I mean, I mean, we all we all have a song that's in our wheelhouse, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which one is it for you? You mentioned uh, Possum Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. What else or, you think's in your wheelhouse? Some some, uh, some Weezer. Uh, Weezer. Say it ain't so. What do you got for your wheelhouse? Oh, I like uh, I like the Black Crows. Ooh. Oh. I like you. Uh, you know how to throw some sweet succulent Black Crows. I like low song, but they're all country, and I you know. Certain nights, country doesn't work, but like country, it just depends. But you do throw some solid Kenny, especially when you're when you're singing it. You you could tell when you're singing it straight to the wife. Oh yeah, well it's not that's not voice. That's all heart. Country. That is heart. That is yeah, heart. Like, sorry, <laughs> that's my life. The coward of the county. I feel that inside. <laughs> the coward of the county. I feel that. What's in your wheelhouse? Uh, my wheelhouse. I've been kind of. Drifting more toward uh, country rock because I'm old now. My voice has gotten lower. So Leonard Skinner and Marshall Tucker. I band, think he's in your prime. Almond Brothers. Yeah, he does. He Mateo. has that in his prime, raspy, sexy, succulent voice. Yeah, yeah. like oh hey, hey ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sexy to 65 year old ladies out there. That's right where you want to be. That's the that's, that's a, the that's spot. Yeah, that's, that's a, a that's a prime spot. That's, that's a, a prime spot. The sweet spot. Yeah, the sweet, that's spot. A sweet yeah. spot. All right, so that brings us to the song challenge. Mud, uh, issue the song challenge for the next two weeks. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I'd love to hear some people. I think try to sing some. Toadie's Possum Kingdom. You don't really see too many people out there getting there out there and singing that. And if that's the case, if people are going to sing that, well, I will challenge myself to sing a uh, Sinatra song. Wow, it's a double ch- If you'll sing Toadie's, Mud will sing Sinatra. It's a win-win. And if you see someone jump up at a show at a karaoke night, sing, to- uh, sing Possum Kingdom, ask them if they listen to the podcast, because maybe... Chances are they might have. All right. Uh, anybody else got any parting thoughts? T Dog. Any parting thoughts? Parting thoughts. Uh, just get out there, try some karaoke if you've never done it before. It's a good way to blow off some steam. Share a group experience without having to pass around the hash pipe. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fun way to spend an evening. You don't necessarily have to be so blitzed 
um, that you can't walk home after. Yeah, it helps. It helps, but there's a there's a there's a point where you get to where it doesn't help after a while, and then drunken karaoke singers are not the best. They're, They're not, not the best. No, it, it could turn your wheelhouse song into a I've never sang this before song. <laughs> That's true. So again, I know alcohol is the great uh, um, saver. Yeah, the great you know uh, social uh, mm. anxiety reducer kind mm-hmm. of thing. But you can get to the point to where it kind of is a uh, you know, it's not good after a while, and it's kind of it kind of hurts the performance, and everybody else is just kind of kind of not with it after. A while. Man, T dogs, T dogs, making me feel bad now. We better move on. I, 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 I think board. there was you a some parting thoughts. There was a lot of emotion there. I mean, I, I, T dog had me wiping a tear from my eye. <laughs> I mean, you, you're not gonna find too much more passion than than T dog singing karaoke. I mean. I think we all love karaoke, but but he is a Q Dog is a karaoke ringer. A ringer. He's a ringer. Yeah. He's I, a I, Huey I, Lewis on uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, maybe not the greatest movie ever, but I mean, who's going to complain if they're watching it? It's it's who's going to get mad at a a father hitting on his daughter or singing some karaoke? <laughs> we got to do. We got to bring you back for an episode on duets. How disturbing. Yet awesome. <laughs> How awesome. Yes. I'm gonna it's, put that it's, on the it's, list. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I I mean, let's get out there, let's let's have some beers, maybe the shot or two, and let's uh sing some solo songs or find a song we could sing with our our buddies or, or maybe our significant others and have a good time. And I like uh it. Maybe we get out there and sing some handlebars. Yeah, handlebars. Love it. All right. Well, thank you, Mud, for uh, coming today, sitting in the studio and talking karaoke with us. It was a great time. Thanks for bringing the beers, even. Usually, the guests don't bring beers, I wouldn't think, but thank you. Oh, there'll be beers every time. <laughs> Next time, there'll be shots. <laughs> Listen to T Dog. He just told us. All right. Anyway, thanks for coming. This is Pomp. Uh, saying thanks for listening, signing off. This is T-Dog saying goodbye and aloha. Mud, thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me. All right, we'll see you next time on Karaoke Cast.